0: Hey guys, this is Kevin and Aisha Shelton with the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast.
1: Where we navigate partnership, prosperity, and parenthood.
0: This week's episode is sponsored by Blunt Wine Therapy. Blunt Wine Therapy utilizes localized honey to enhance health benefits and anti-aging properties. All wines are handcrafted and labeled by hand. You can find Blunt Wine Therapy at your local Total Wine and Spirits in the local wine section and tell them the Marriage and Real Estate podcast sent you. You can find the product also online at www.bluntwinetherapy.com and on Instagram at Blunt Wine Therapy.
1: All right, now that she's finished with all the the, the actual information, I just want to say this wine is bomb. Go follow Blunt Wine Therapy on Instagram. Go to their website, buy the wine. Marriage and Real Estate Army, go out, buy blunt wine. Support the podcast by buying blunt wine.
0: Because we need wine when you're married and have children. That's true. And in real estate. Hey, guys, this is Aisha Shelton.
1: And this is Kevin Shelton.
0: Welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast.
1: Welcome back, everybody.
0: So today- We don't
1: count episode numbers no more. I don't think we should. Okay, go ahead.
0: Okay. So today we have a topic that Kevin's bringing to the table. (laughs) Not that it's not a good topic, you just have to bring me up to speed.
1: Okay, okay. So I want to talk about the fire movement. So I went down a internet wormhole, as I do, uh, about the fire movement and retiring early and all the internet, YouTube millennial people talking about retiring mm-hmm. at you know thirty and whatever. So, but before I do that, can I say we have a sponsor? And I'm so excited. You can. So we have a sponsor, and I'm so excited. It's Blunt Wines. There we go. Ow, check the bottle. Um. Black owned, local, woman to owned. Texas, woman owned, double
0: minority,
1: uh, supporting the bees,
0: supporting the bees
1: because it's made from local honey. Oh, that honey. supports bees. Bees support the environment. Park Street is all about nature. Boom. Synergy. Got it. Too much. All right. Sorry. Anyway, it's good wine. So, yeah, I'm go the follow watching. them. Follow their pages. Blunt wine at uh, what is it? It's. Blunt Wine Therapy mm-hmm. at Instagram. Instagram. Uh, cause full name is Blunt Wine Therapy. Yep. And bluntwine therapy.com. Yes. I believe. Anyway, there's an ad, you'll see it, you'll get all the information. Support the podcast by drinking our sponsor. Thank you. That's my disclaimer. <laughs> so the fire movement. Anyway, fire movement. All right. So fire stands for retire. Oh no, I'm sorry. Financial independence, retire early. Okay, that's what Fire stands for. Okay, so whenever people like, oh, we made Fire, or we got a Fire number, or Fire, 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 that's what they're talking about.
0: Financial independence, retire early. Okay, yeah. So sounds like a bunch of Cap to me, but
1: no, 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 it's not Cap. What it is is, so you remember when we were on our Dave Ramsey kick, right? For the very short time that we were Dave Uh Ramseyites, this is kind of of a short
0: of a time. It wasn't that short of a time.
1: Uh, it was before real estate.
0: It was definitely before real estate.
1: So we were like, oh, yeah, we're going to save money and we're going to whatever. And so this is kind of based in that. So the premise of the FIRE movement is you create financial independence by saving money and investing your money to the point that you can live off the residual income from your investments. But here's the catch, right? Like the numbers are, are crazy. So you save basically like a million dollars, you get a I think it was like $30,000 a year salary or some shit like that. Like it's the numbers aren't, I think the max salary was like you save $3 million and you get like 80 grand a year to live off of. So Mm -hmm. you have to live frugally. That's a point of it. Right. Okay. Um, so that's financial independence, but it's also kind of like financial responsibility. Uh, so debt free, you know, you put all your money in the market or whatever, you live off the residuals of that. So, we don't really do all that <laughs> and we don't really believe in all that. We don't, I mean, we don't believe in,
0: no, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying that we, that we do. That oh we yeah. Do not. Like, no, we
1: no. So, I mean, I also personally, and this is just me, don't, I don't believe in traditional t- retirement. Right. So I've never really believed in traditional retirement that stems from me really, really enjoying what I do. Um, so it doesn't feel like working, so I don't feel like I need to retire from anything. So that's kind of a premise to it, which there's some arguments to why the FIRE movement doesn't work. A lot of people argue that, right?
0: So tell me how the FIRE movement works in the realm of real estate, right? Like, is there is there some, I don't know, flagship couple or flagship person who is on the FIRE movement and they utilize real estate to get there?
1: So I saw a couple of couples that have rentals, but nobody that's just like all in real estate. It's mostly people who participate in the stock market or in in different markets like that um, because they're living off residual income they earn from their investments and drawing down their stocks and stuff and their savings over time. So for a real estate investor, it's not necessarily retirement, right? Because you're still kind of working, right? You still have to manage property. You still have to do different things. So you're not free. But
0: it's, I'd I'd like to think that it's retirement in the sense of you don't have to work for somebody else mm -hmm. and what you're working for, what you're managing is your own.
1: But see, I think that's the financial independence part. Now I have seen some couples who go, I want the financial independence part, but not necessarily the retire early part. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's really based on your lifestyle. So like, um, one of my, my thoughts was kind of lifestyle versus um, fire numbers or whatever. So when you, people say, oh, I'm going to live my whole life, I'm going to retire at 30 and live my life on $80,000 a year or whatever, and that's like great, but how long does that realistically last as your lifestyle changes? Mm-hmm. So one of the the kind of devil's advocate points videos that I watched was talking about how, um, and it was actually based on an article that one of the big fire fire movement guys wrote how he retired at 30 and then regretted it Mm -hmm. um so he talked about how basically when he retired he was 30 he didn't necessarily think about inflation he didn't think about health insurance Mm -hmm. he didn't think about having kids so he ended up going back to the workforce at 40.
0: okay so he retired for 10 years and then came
1: back yeah because he had a kid Needed health insurance. Sure. Money wasn't money. Didn't stretch long enough. You know, some I saw some people talking about they had housing issues, or you know, like if your housing dramatically changes now, your mortgage rate or whatever goes up, mm-hmm. you can't live off that same amount of money, right? Or you know, if your lifestyle just changes, so I
0: think it sounds good, right, to have a fire number. It sounds good to to not work, but I think what people will find is that if you're not working what what brings you purpose mm-hmm. and maybe you know you work for yourself instead of working for somebody else or find what you're passionate about and make that the work but i feel like i like is it makes i feel like the finality of it like the end this is my number yeah. and then we do this after Maybe if you had plans afterwards, like after I have after this fire number, this is what I'm going to do. This will give me the purpose.
1: So that's what really brought up the statement in my mind. And I was listening to another kind of wormhole video. It said a lot of people are running from their jobs. Right. Right. So the idea of retiring early is, oh, man, you get out of this hellhole of a job kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So they said it's not what you're retiring from. What do you retire to? Right. Because most people want to retire from something. Well, what are you retiring to? Right. And if it's just laying on a beach. And also that was another point the guy made in the article. He got bored. Like he said, there was only so many months that he wanted to lay on the beach. And then, you know, what else are you going to do with your time? I think humans infinitely need to work to feel purpose and fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So when you have nothing to do, where's the life fulfillment?
0: Yeah. Um, I, I think for our audience who come to, to hear about like real estate and how, you know, to not how they, how we navigate real estate Mm -hmm. and managing that and, and our fire number, I mean, I think we can kind of, I don't know that we have a number, we have a lifestyle. Yeah. And I think for, for me, I, it's the, it's the live below your means part that not live below your means. It's the. Mm live frugally to live better later that i'm really not a fan of
1: well i mean so for us specifically us we got the financial independence part down we work for ourselves currently right so we're technically financially independent of somebody else's job yeah um the retirement early part is the kind of gray area that's is subject to whatever your idea of retirement is right because sitting here recording this podcast to what i did we retired from our jobs quote unquote actually we had a whole damn like retirement thing for you We were like you retiring you remember that oh yeah and i bought you like all those louis batons yeah so like you retired from your job to go work for yourself so that's a form of retirement and they're very strict with the fire movement stuff like there's there's supposed to be lean fire where you retire at like $30,000 a year. Uh Regular fire where I guess it's like $50,000 a year. And then like fat fire where like you want a greater lifestyle. So it's like 80 plus.
0: This is some millennial stuff. If Definitely I something. ever heard it, like, don't get me wrong. I'm a millennial too, but we just
1: it's, do too much. That's too much. And they, they tie it to your savings rate basically. Right. So you have to, the idea of saving yourself rich or saving yourself free just never really appealed to me. I, I think it's how you leverage your income to, to create that independence that will get you there. Not like, hey, I put 100% of my paycheck in the bank and I do nothing with my life and I'm gonna put 100% of my paycheck in the bank for 15 years so then I could spend all this money that I was not living life to spend. What if you die? like? What if you don't get there?
0: I mean, and I I think because when I think about social media, I don't know one person, specifically millennials. I mean, unless you're social media less like you don't you don't have social media that doesn't look at that kind of stuff. And you either feel like intimidated or you're like, I'm just not doing enough. But what we don't hear very much of is the stories of how. The, 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 downside, downside, it, yeah. the downside of it. And it's the same thing with real estate, right? Because, man, so much cap out here in these real estate streets.
1: <laughs> but, you know, the thing about it is that's one of the things that as a millennial, especially younger millennials, we don't have the, we don't know what's coming on the, on the other side of that bend, right? So everybody's like, oh, I just want to retire. You're running from something. You don't know what the other end of that is, right? What
0: did you used to say? You don't have a...
1: You don't have a you don't have an income problem. You have a job, you have problem. A job
0: problem,
1: no, a hundred percent. Because if you just hate what you do, you need to create enough space for you to find something new to do. But doesn't mean do nothing. It means do something that you love or that you're passionate about. I mean, you could take you, for example. Now when you get up, you're much more purpose-driven than you were at your job, mm-hmm. right? You, It's not enough time in the day for you. Ever. I can't keep you at the damn home. I get <laughs> you to do the stuff around the house because you're so busy working. Yeah. If you didn't enjoy the work, you wouldn't do that because you definitely weren't running to work no. before. Like, you'd be like, oh, it's 8.55. <laughs> I got to be at work at 9. <laughs> Whew. Like, that yeah. was your whole, like, thing. So now you like... It's 7 o'clock. I got to get these kids out of here so I can get to the office.
0: Yeah. No. No, that's absolutely true. Um, and then it's like what happens after after you stop working, right, financially? Because you just you get you, old. Mm-hmm. So you're, what the amount of money that you need when you're 30 compared to the mm-hmm. amount of money that you need when you're 78 or whatever, I imagine looks different. And maybe that goes up or down. I don't well, know. Well,
1: so it goes up in some areas and down in some areas, right? right? So healthcare costs go up, right? Um, your lifestyle that you wanna live might go down, right? You ain't eating out as much, you're not doing as much physical stuff, but your cost to maintain life costs more, right? Mm-hmm. Compared to 30, you're healthy, healthcare cost is low, but you wanna go to the club, or you wanna go on vacation or you wanna do the things that you wanna do, your lifestyle costs more. so it's really about how and where you spend your time. And a lot of people are making the decision to sacrifice, especially in their young years, Mm -hmm. the time to get that quote unquote freedom in the back end. And honestly, my opinion, and also this is shared by a lot of other videos too, you're sacrificing your life, right? Like you're, you're giving up your best years where you could be living for the years that life isn't as abundant. Yeah. You might have more money and not have to report to work. But who you are at 30 and who you are at 60 are two different people. Your body moves different. Everything is different. So, yeah, you might have a little bit more money, but you can't trade. Ask Warren Buffett. Like, if Warren Buffett could go back to 20, I'm quite sure he'd give every single billion dollars he has.
0: So, so what intrigued you about the FIRE movement and made you want to bring it to the Marriage and Real Estate podcast? Tear that in for me.
1: It's a fallacy. Like, the idea of it. So the couple, it was in my... Q or whatever you know the videos that automatically start on, Insti- on, on YouTube. youtube and what what happened was this video started and it was from a financial couple and they were like oh we retired uh, for like three million dollars right we saved three million dollars mm-hmm. we retired now we live this life in another country and we live off of fifty, sixty thousand 60 thousand dollars a year and i'm looking at my life and i'm like yeah that wouldn't work for me um that that doesn't seem like a thing that i would want to do and not live in another country or not travel the world or whatever but i want to live a much grander life than 30 or to 80 thousand dollars would afford me right i also don't think that builds a legacy right because yeah you're retiring early but you're not building anything else for the people to come behind you because it it goes down over time right so your investments last until they last. Mm -hmm. It doesn't build a legacy for your family, right? You're not investing your money. You're saving your money to invest it, to live off the dividends for it might be a long period of time in your life, but it doesn't extend past generations
0: i don't know why i thought you wanted to talk about the fire movement because it was like a good thing for you or you thought it was good no No. i just i I
1: honestly think it's bs right i think it's capped and not that it's capped like people don't do it or people can't live it i think most people
0: it's over glamorized it's over glamorized really sexy
1: another thing that some of the video people said is there's very little transparency in the people teaching the fire movement so they make a bunch of money off youtube but they're like hey we retired we don't work (laughs) <laughs> but you're spending money and got, well, like you and got five hundred thousand worth- dollar, you know five hundred thousand views on your video, and you telling people you ain't getting paid. Right. Why are you selling courses, <laughs> right? Like, uh, right. like that's cap too, right? So you think about it. People need to be redirected. To maximize their life by how they spend their time. Um, and it's like I, I do say, you have a, a job problem, not an income problem. An income problem if you yeah. concentrated on doing what you're passionate about or what you love or what you enjoy and made life better, you wouldn't need to retire early. That's my point.
0: I agree. Um, I feel like that's what what I did, right? Like mm-hmm. I was in doing I was in my career and yeah. while it was it gave me purpose, I didn't wake up on well fire about it <laughs> <laughs> but i i do wake up on fire about real estate i do wake up on fire about the yeah. development that we're doing as well so i mean i really i really think the fire movement should be like fire the job that you don't like to you know no, hire something that you do like
1: that makes a thousand percent sense and the funny thing is it's also market dependent Right, so a lot of people preach like, "Oh, once everybody quits their jobs, then every, the world would be this great place." So some of the
0: come out, what everybody's gonna quit their jobs? That
1: so that's what the some of the cases of some of the fire people are arguing for. It's like if everybody saved their money to quit their jobs, we'd all be retired, and there'd be no workforce kind of thing. Like that's the, I guess, uh, utopia.
0: Come out. So who's going to work at the grocery store? so that I Exactly. Get my, like, that? first of all, so a few things. One, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where that works. Maybe in a small little <laughs> village somewhere. No,
1: because who's going to support the village? Who's going to turn the lights on when you need to pay your light bill? That doesn't,
0: that doesn't work. And two, that just assumes that everybody is going to buy into this idea. And clearly the Shelton's. So no, everybody didn't work. <laughs> it you make us sound work. like the Shelton's. You know how I feel about, you know how I feel about us.
1: No, I mean, you know, the thing about it is it's very market dependent. So if the market tanks because there's no workers and job rates are I mean, crazy, your like, investment's going to tank.
0: Y'all, I, I'm a Capricorn. I, I exist in like reality, not like, oh, if all of these things were perfect, then this would be the outcome. Listen, everything's not perfect. That's certainly not going to be the outcome. So let's let's hang out in reality. That's where I'd like to hang out. Not this fire yeah. movement utopia.
1: I mean, and it works for some folks. It's just not the what I believe is the total solution for everybody. Right. I think we always need people to work. We need physicians. If all the physicians who make high incomes retired, who's going to be the doctors?
0: Well, and see, I don't, I don't work in absolutes like that. Right. Like there are people who will retire early mm-hmm. at 30 and live these very frugal lives and that works for them. Right. No, no, no. And of then co- of there, course. and then there are the people who will work their entire lives. And I, I think everybody is essential. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, all the way down to the man who picks up our trash, like respect everybody for each level that they're that at and own. where they where they live. Where they add value because they add value, right? Because if nobody, if everybody, if nobody picked up the trash, right?
1: then we'd have, bunch then we'd have a bunch of trash.
0: Then we'd have a problem, right? So everybody plays a vital role
1: in our economy and the world, in our
0: economy and the existence of how how we operate and move about in the world. So, I. This is an interesting topic that I thought you—it was something good until you started talking about but it. But I sent you the articles. You did. I did not read them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it was just something that kind of triggered me because I was like, "Man, people out here selling this false Kool-Aid. It's like real estate cap, right? It's like, yeah, you know, the the funny thing is, there are so many people selling education or selling." The idea of these experiences and not really the reality of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've always we've always prided ourselves on giving a very real view of what our life is. Right.
0: Is it really that real, though? You don't think so? Everybody don't know all our business.
1: No, but you can put all your business, but yeah. we give a general view of the experiences. Like when we left our jobs, we had an episode talking about leaving our jobs when, you know, life got crazy. We talk about our relationship or whatever, like with our business, we talk about our struggles in our businesses. So, you know, we don't just say, hey, look, everything is rosy. Man, yeah. We bought a thousand properties today because marriage and real estate. All we do is buy real estate, look glamorous and make this money. No, that's a lot of convince you not to do that though. Kevin wanna
0: talk about all the rosy stuff. And I'm like, the reason why people tune in, the reason why people want to hear is because we need to is because y'all want to hear the authentic stuff, right? Because that's that's the cap of social media. Like that's the reason why social media has people down because all you see is their highlight reel and all of the wonderful things that they've done. And it doesn't talk about the struggles, the struggles in their marriage, the struggles yeah. in real estate. Like
1: that's the cap and the trap. That
0: mm-hmm. but that that's the stuff that people connect with. I feel like that's the stuff that our audience that resonates with our audience. And so share more failures. We're like,
1: no, normalize and I failure. Want, and
0: I want to be that couple. I want to be that podcast that normalizes failure. Right. So even with this fire movement,
1: <laughs> that sounds counterintuitive. Is it though? Why? No, it just sounds counterintuitive. Like I want to be the podcast that normalizes failure. When
0: I say normalize failure, like, I'm it with you. It happens to everybody. Right? I'm with you a
1: thousand percent. But
0: that's like with this fire movement, right? So like, I, that gotta be tough, man. No. To so there was one. Or you can't have even. I, you know.
1: There was one one chick that I watched, and she she was bashing the fire movement, and she was like. I don't want to live like that. <laughs> She's like, uh, it's almost like a Grant Cardone. She's like, I don't want to live on a shoestring budget like a college student. I
0: want to live life and live. I want abundantly. abundantly. Yeah, what the like, Lord said. Come on, Lord. Come on, Charlie. And
1: if that means we gotta work, I'm down with working. I just want to enjoy what I do. You yeah. know what I mean? So my, in my mind, controlling how you spend your time is the best form of retirement because, right? If we want to take off tomorrow and do whatever. We can, it's look, in our power. We
0: work hard, right? Mm-hmm. We work hard, and we're compensated handsomely for the Based hard on our work that we do. Yeah. But when we say, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dip out,"
1: take some time we off. We can. We it's our we choice. Can dip
0: out, or we can go to brunch in the middle of the day with our friends mm-hmm. on a weekday. I like that a lot. I, remember, I don't do that very often. Okay, well, these days in this real estate market, I'm not. But I remember being at work and my friends would meet up for lunch and I got an hour. And I remember I really, that. I am really like pushing it. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. And when I stopped giving up, you know what, um, I would be out for like two and three hours and I just sauntered back into work like, yeah, I was with my friends. The funny thing, <laughs> thing is,
1: I never had those experiences like. For the last at least ten years, I built mad flexibility into my job. I've always
0: told you that you are you are atypical. Your situation was atypical. I don't think that's
1: atypical. I think it's that's a choice. You you can negotiate freedom. The bank teller
0: who works at the bank has a schedule. The the personal banker or the business banker that has the suit at Chase Bank, he gotta go to lunch at twelve and come back at one. He can't say. But the business oh, I'm banker go.
1: get to go entertain his clients and wine yeah, and but, dine and go but he out.
0: Still has parameters, and as our I had boxes, parameters, you, you did kinda. You got your work done your parameter was get your work done and, and yeah. you did whatever the hell you wanted however you. now wanted. if
1: you work in a job that has set hours and set schedule and whatever that's a harder thing to do i didn't work in that particular industry so that wasn't my experience we have a
0: lot of like couples where you know the husband and wife are w-2 earners they're school teachers they're i mean you know what i mean you don't get to you don't go to lunch for two hours with your friends if you a school
1: but teacher. but see that's where the whole not income problem job problem comes in mm-hmm. because if you want that life and you don't enjoy teaching then you do need to find something else look at house brian he was a teacher right like he said you know what i don't like this i'm gonna go redo you know redo this career thing and do something else then he went and worked as oil and gas something and made a bunch of money and then he left that to go work in real estate
0: well and here's what's interesting He does like teaching, and so he's teaching now. That's true. He's teaching wholesaling now. So, I mean, it brought him right back to the The core of what he did. He just didn't like the parameters. It was the parameters. Mm. And so creating the parameters that you want. So maybe you do, like maybe you are a good teacher, or maybe you do enjoy teaching, but creating a job or a business that gives you the freedom that you're looking for because most people want freedom.
1: And I'm just saying, do something, right? Like if you fire, retire, and then you go teach kids or – or whatever you're passionate about doing, but the idea of or what they're selling of, you retire and everything stops, you're not responsible to do anything else. I think that's going to leave people more unfulfilled than anything else. Right. Because you need some type of work to feel fulfilled. You need some type of work to feel valued in society and when you don't have that it don't work
0: so y'all this podcast episode is uh we can give thanks to kevin for going down the wormhole about the fire movement i'm always trying to and you know what i really want to be more intentional about getting back on marriage and real estate topics because i feel like that's what people come to us for right so you'll 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 hear me a lot saying like and about this real estate or about this like, and as
1: soon as you pick a topic and Bring it to the table. We talk about said talk.
0: Y'all want to see a marriage fight?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: No, I'm not going to fight you on camera.
1: Then we come make up.
0: (laughs) You are so weird when you do that. I hate that. Why?
1: Why is it weird? I love you. I love you too. But why is that weird?
0: I don't know. Because it's in front of the world.
1: It ain't that many people.
0: Yeah, Kevin. You keep saying that. It's a lot of people.
1: Okay, fine. Blunt wine. Blunt wine therapy. You
0: get all weird. Okay. So wrap us up. What did we what what do you feel like this episode, what did you want to come out of this episode? What do you where do you feel like we landed um in this episode, like as a couple, the Sheltons and stuff?
1: So the thing that I wanna convince other couples to is there's no there's no wrong way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh there's no right way, there's no wrong way it's about what you and your family want to do. Right? So if that's a fire number and fire retirement, great. If it's real estate and doing what we do, great. If it's working your job, investing your money, you want to have a strategy that works for your family to build wealth, however you build that wealth. But um, I want to make sure that people understand that regardless of whichever way you pick, You got to do something, right? You got to educate yourself because even the fire folks actually do something. They just don't communicate that that's what they're doing, right? Um, So there is no such thing as retirement. You might retire from one thing to another thing, but you got to add value to somewhere for somebody to something. And even even if your job is managing your own investments, that's work. You know what I mean? So I guess check in, don't check out. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I think um, because I didn't know what the fire movement was before we had this conversation, my my thing would be, or what I got from today's podcast was, you know, you have a job problem, an income problem, not a job problem, or a job problem, not an income job problem. Job problem, not an income a problem. A job problem, not an income problem. Thank you. Um, and so if we're going to fire anything on this fire movement, like, Fire your current life, like fire the job. If that you, you don't like it, if life. you don't know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you don't like your job, because we hear a lot of times people will say like, oh, I want to get into real estate because I don't want to work anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that is not real estate. The is a right bunch answer. Of work. That, that is totally not the right answer. So if you're going to fire anything, I know this is about the fire movement, but I'm saying like fire the job that you don't like and, you know, find what you and do hire
1: like the job that you and want. hire
0: the job that you want you or know, find it for yeah. sure. So I'm super excited to uh, try all of the varieties of the Blunt Wine Therapy. Um, thank you so much, guys, for sponsoring this episode. Um, I'm Yeah, I'm about to pour up.
1: No, exciting. So we're going to go have wine. It's Kevin and Aisha.
0: This the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast.
1: And Kevin and Aisha, too.
0: And Kevin and Aisha, too.
1: <laughs> we out. Bye.